1: wwe part ways with gerald briscoe and there could be more firings to come we'll talk about those in a minute plus aew get over the million mark once again and a wwe legend is reviving a classic tv show for friday september the 11th 2020 this is your cultaholic wrestling news shh, gerald briscoe. Shh,
2: shh. what we're hunting weapons watch this To continue to have the music. He wake up You want the hardcore champion? Well, let me bring him to you. Girac from Jirac from the Briscoe's body shop in Tampa, Florida. And folks, it's worth the trip. Here comes the best hardcore champion of all time, Gerald Briscoe. I'm sure Patterson thinks he's not the champion. Patterson was. Yeah, he's the person who the champion, you know. Yeah. There he is, the modern day oh, Tim of Gerald Briscoe. Inside. He's past the 50 mark, you know. That was quite an introduction from Pat uh, Patterson. I couldn't understand a word he said. But there's a Patterson here. He's in the Tony Awards last time with Peyton
1: Lane. Yeah. Gerald Briscoe as former WWF Hardcore Champion there. A bit of a highlight from 1999 for you. Yesterday, Gerald Briscoe took to Twitter to say the following. Okay, want to get this out the right way. Last night, I received a call from WWE Chairman of the Board, Vince McMahon, to let me know, after 36 years of dedication to WWE, I am no longer needed. I'm okay with this. I will still be around to help talent. More info will follow. Thanks. This ends Gerald Briscoe's 36 years as part of WWE. It was back in 1984. He sold his shares in Georgia Championship Wrestling to be a part of Vince McMahon's vision for WWF. Uh, he briefly wrestled uh, as part of the Briscoe Brothers for the WWF, but in 1985, he retired and worked as a booker and a road agent, and Mister McMahon's right-hand man. This was a uh, a gimmick that came to this was this was art imitated life essentially because this was a thing that was happening behind the scenes that was brought to the forefront. Around 1998, when the Mr. McMahon character became quite prolific on screen, to say the very least, he brought with him the Stooges, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. An entire generation of wrestling fans were introduced to Gerald Briscoe, not as one half of the Briscoes, not as a booker and behind the scenes guy for WWF, no, but as one half of the Stooges of Patterson and Briscoe, who would turn up for comedy matches and, and silly skits, some hit, some hit hard, like Gerald Briscoe becoming the WWF Hardcore Champion, like you heard there, and the the night that he and Pat Patterson teamed up to face the Mean Street Posse on Monday Night Raw, walking out to Hulk Hogan's music at the time, it was something special. Some missed, like the live reaction crowd at King of the Ring 2000 to Gerald Briscoe versus Pat Patterson in an evening gown match. That was that was a thing. That was a thing that happened. Uh, but we send nothing but love to Gerald Briscoe. Sounds like he may. Whilst he is done working full time with the company, I would imagine that somebody who has been at Vince McMahon's uh, side for so long will no doubt still play some kind of role within the company going forward. Probably not as big a role, but certainly a role nonetheless. Also released yesterday, Mike Rotunda. Uh, from, according to PW Insider, uh, Rotunda was let go from his uh, role as an agent and a producer backstage. He's been doing that since 2006, following a retirement in 2004. I'm amazed that the man formerly known as IRS only retired in 2004. Uh, he's been been on furlough since April, and now we understand that he has been let go. And this is something that we're going to be seeing, I think, over the next few days. So. Back in April, as well as a mass layoff of WWE superstars, we also had quite a few behind-the-scenes people furloughed. And this is not just road agents and not just uh, producers, uh, but also people who work in like the live events team, people who work in the travel and logistics departments. They were all uh, put on leave. And there's a few of them who are finding out over the next few days that they won't be brought back. Uh, Right now with COVID-19 restrictions in place, they're looking to uh, cut away any sides, any parts of the business that aren't needed. Things like the live events team, things like the travel organizers and things like that. And obviously with uh, shows coming out of the Thunderdome, there's always already like a set number of producers in place, so they're, they're trimming a lot of that. So we can expect some more releases from WWE to come from more so behind the scenes. I don't think we'll see much in the way of talent getting released on this occasion, but it'll be more sort of behind the scenes people. We will let you know more about this as it develops over at cultaholic.com. <laughs> What a night for Dynamite celebrating, waking up this morning to the news that AEW Dynamite unopposed on Wednesday night broke one million viewers for the first time since october of last year showbuzz daily announcing that aew dynamite this past wednesday drew 1.016 million pairs of eyes the highest viewers since october the 9th 2019 uh, october 16th uh, drew just slightly under that uh, but this is the first time it's been over a million in 2020, this is an incredible result for AEW. Absolutely sensational work by those guys. Uh, Young Bucks took to Twitter to, uh, to to dig the dig the ribs of NXT, posting or sharing a video that shows a uh, doctored version of the super kick they did on Alex Marvez. Uh, but he's got the NXT logo over his face. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, you can't not love that number. From AEW, that's incredible. Looking ahead, AEW Dynamite said if the Los Angeles Lakers-Houston Rockers NBA playoff series ends in just six games, Dynamite is going to air on Wednesday as normal. However, if it ends up going to that extra game, then Dynamite is going to be moved to Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So by the end of play on Monday after game six in the NBA playoffs, we'll know where it's going to land. AEW had planned already to air a one-hour Dynamite following the playoff game and the post-show that uh, was reported on Wrestling Observer Radio is scheduled to be taped uh, today if it hasn't been taped yesterday. Uh, Dynamite uh, can air on Wednesday as planned. There's a one-hour that will air on Tuesday the 22nd instead if it can't. So basically depending on the result of the NBA playoffs, will be whether or not we see Dynamite on either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. We'll let you know more when we know more. Looking to WWE and the ratings, uh, some good news from SmackDown. Uh, Last week on on Friday Night SmackDown, Bayley's turn on Sasha Banks uh, had the highest figures for SmackDown in quite some time. Now, according to Dave Meltzer, the segment featuring Bailey and Sasha Banks, this is following their tag team title challenge to Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler. And then the subsequent turn by Bailey on Sasha Banks drew 23 Three million viewers. That is the highest viewed segment for any wrestling show from any promotion in a good amount of time. This helped end SmackDown last week on 2.1 million viewers overall. Lovely work uh, by Sasha Banks and Bayley. A beautiful feud that culminated. Well, well it's, it's the beginning of the culmination kind of starts now, doesn't it? Uh, over to NXT to give this a nod. Uh, this past week's Super Tuesday 2, featuring Balor and Adam Cole to determine a new champion, uh, averaged 838,000 viewers. Now, that has kind of bucked the trend a little bit. That is down 1.3% from last week. And in a time where we are continuing to put NXT and AEW against each other, even on unopposed days... It feels like AEW have won out ratings-wise on that one.
2: Do you know about the Tuha de on who burned their ships once they landed ashore so there would be no chance of retreat? How about my namesake, Finn McCool? He was a giant who threw a piece of Ireland into the sea it made the Isle of Man. He was a hero who stabbed his own face with his own poisonous spear to survive the sleeping song of Aileen the Burner and save the city of Tara. And what about the monsters, Seth? The Dullahan? What about the Banshees, Seth? Whose wails signal the end? Do you hear them screaming? And what about the worst of them all? The king of the demons, Balor? Do you know who Balor is, Seth? Do you know what he does? When his evil eye opens, the world ends. First the grass burns, then the seas boil, then the air catches fire and all of humanity falls. These are not just stories, Seth. They are a source of power. When a warrior enters a great battle, when he knows that his limbs and his flesh are not enough, he can tap into the power of these creatures and become a man greater than himself. He can become a myth. Now I know you have your demon, Seth. But you've never seen a demon like this. At Summerslam.
1: Oh, it's good that in it. Oh, Finn Balor uh, in the build-up to SummerSlam, revealing the backstory of the demon Finn Balor. Now we haven't seen the demon on WWE television in quite some time, and some of us may have thought it was an oversight. Times where we thought, well, maybe now is the time to, for Finn Balor to bring out the demon in this storyline. It makes sense to do it now. Never happened. Well, Finn Balor talked about it with Stephanie Chase of Digital Spy, talking about the origin of the demon, using it on NXT, and, and why we haven't seen it yet. And this is what Finn Balor had to say. He said, quote, I feel like the demon was supposed to be a one-off in the Tokyo Dome. It grew into this completely separate entity that for some time I had control over. And then eventually it just kind of spun out of control. I was trying to please too many people and not pleasing myself. I feel like I lost a grip on what the character was and what I was utilizing it for. I feel like the main element the demon had was the element of surprise. And I feel like we lost that in a sense. And it became more like a crutch for Finn. Use of the past tense there suggests this is something that maybe Finn Balor has parked for the time being. Something that he has pushed to the one side and I, th- I could see him wrapping up the Finn Balor demon gimmick all together. But it's wrestling. So you never say never, do you?
0: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Some big plans for the return of NXT UK to share with you this morning. So, multiple announcements coming out of last night's show as we get set for next week's return to action. We have some big title matches planned, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But I want to talk about the Heritage Cup. This was confirmed on the NXT UK show last night. It's going to be a tournament taking place at the upcoming tapings inside the BT Sports Studio in London. So the heritage cup tournament is a british rounds tournament akin to old school world of sport six three-minute rounds with 20 second breaks between rounds two out of three falls in each round now whoever is leading after six rounds wins disqualification or a knockout also ends the match and once the tournament ends the winner of the NXT UK Heritage Cup will defend that as a championship under the same rules now there's this this seems like it is going to be a pacier version of what world of sport did six three minute rounds two out of three falls in each round you could probably get quite a lot of action into these small bursts if you put them together properly. Uh, So far for the tournament, Flash Morgan Webster, Noam Dar, Alexander Wolf, A-Kid, Dave Mastiff, Joseph Connors and Trent Seven have been confirmed. So there's a few people there that I know will have fun with that particular dynamic. Also, as well as the British Rounds-based Heritage Cup tournament, we're going to see Kaylee Ray defending her NXT Women's Championship against Piper Niven. It's coming up in two weeks on the 24th of September. Gallus will put the tag titles on the line next week against Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. And Volta will be defending his NXT UK Championship against the top contender Ilya Dragunov. Although that date hasn't been set yet. Some quite exciting things. To come out of the return of NXT UK. Angelico and Jack Evans are waiting in the wings for a return to AEW. The team known as Hybrid 3 are waiting on a clearance to return for Jack Evans. So Evans returned to TV in July. He missed quite a few shows as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. He wasn't able to get to Florida as a result of travel problems, so therefore they were taken off of TV. Uh, Jack Evans returned for the 29th of July tapings, worked a couple of matches there, and then just vanished again. Angelico has done a few singles bouts here and there, so he stayed in the loop. And it's led to a lot of questions as to the whereabouts of Hybrid 3. Hybrid 3. And uh, Evans has cleared it up. There were some concerns by fans online that there might have been some heat with them. Jack Evans tweeted out, no, no kind of heat or anything. I have a hairline fracture in my left cheekbone, so I am waiting to be cleared. A lot of great tag teams in AEW right now. I feel like Hybrid 2 could be a great addition to them. (laughs) Also, Thunder Rosa could be a great addition to AEW. Brian Alvarez has said on Wrestling Observer that Thunder Rosa has a per-date deal with AEW. Next week's Dynamite will see her defending the the NWA Women's World Title against Eva Ivalice. I do hope that they keep Thunder Rosa as part of the setup for AEW. Jeff Hardy's putting his Intercontinental title on the line tonight. He's going to be defending against former champion AJ Styles. There's been some great back and forth between AJ and Jeff Hardy. No doubt they'll light it up this evening as well. Bailey's set to appear on tonight's SmackDown as well. She's going to be talking about what happened between her and Sasha Banks. You know, the the segment that got the highest ratings on a wrestling show in a good long while. Expect money to be made between Bailey and Sasha Banks down the line. Major League Wrestling is moving now starting from next week if you're a fan of MLW you can watch it on the Fubo Sports Network Wednesdays at 7 Eastern also, it means that there's going to be some big plans for MLW as part of their restart. Court Bauer was talking about this. He says, Fubo Sports offers us two great windows to catch the realest wrestling in the sport while placing us on over 75 million screens. So you can watch Fubo uh, on all the devices, you know, your Samsung TV+, Plus, Roku, LG, Pluto TV, uh, Plex, Zumo, Vizio. Uh, you can get it on FuboSportsNetwork.com as well. I highly encourage you to check out some of the amazing stuff that MLW has been doing. They've been, just before lockdown, they were making some really compelling TV for YouTube, and I'm glad that more eyes will be on them going forward. And John Cena is helping to revive a classic TV show. TBS are bringing back Wipeouts, the aquatic-themed obstacle course competition. It used to be on ABC in the US. I believe it used to be on, uh, I think it was on BBC over here in the UK, but I might be wrong. Uh, This is from Deadline.com who say that John Cena is going to be co-hosting the series with Nicole Byer. According to Deadline.com, they say, uh, as Wipeout will return with new format twists. Each game has been designed into three rounds and now features a three-stage obstacle course consisting of multiple strategy and decision points designed to further challenge and wear out the stamina of the competitors. Uh, This puts John Cena on TBS, which is a sister station to TNT, which hosts AEW Dynamite you'll no doubt see some outlets today reporting could john cena go to AEW that's that's not going to be a thing he could go to space though this is another this is another john cena project that's come to light so fast 9 according to screenrant.com is going to see the cast of fast and furious venture into outer space Uh, From Screen Rant, the family has slowly but surely evolved over eight movies into a team of gravity-defying super soldiers who save the world on a regular basis. And the fairly successful spin-off, Hobson Shaw, finally brought the series into all-out science fiction territory with the introduction of cybernetics and AI motorcycles. So therefore, it seems quite appropriate that the next fast movie is set in space. I joked about this in a pub about a year ago. I can't help but feel this is going to be my fault. Details on the WWE cutbacks can be found at cultaholic.com right now. Later today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. It's a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast uh, with Matthew Jack. And this week, our Lord and Savior Adam Bajeti will join them as well to chat about all things wrestling from this past week. On Twitch this afternoon as well, it's a brand new episode of Love You By Friday. It is you, it is I, it is a live, it is a live phone. You can call up and have a chat about all sorts of things. It's at two o'clock British summertime here in the United Kingdom. And you can watch it at twitch.tv forward slash I look forward to wrapping up the week with you there a little later on. I will speak to you then. And if I don't, I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye.